This is Green Cows. Don't fly. Podcast, obviously. And I'm here with John. Hello, John. Hello, B. How are you? I'm good. I've just realised, you know, with all that hoo-ha we had, well, well hoo-ha, that kind of hiccups that we had, not hiccups, something we had recently, we haven't really done any social media. No, we haven't. It's like we've thought... vanished from the social media completely. We have, we are. We're, yes, we're sort of, you know, turning our back on social media. <laughs> Inadvertently, through kind of circumstances. <laughs> well, well, I can remember one of them. Uh, the green, the um, email is contact the show on gc don't fly at gmail cop. No, no, contact the show on gc don't fly at gmail dot com. And uh, let's carry on though, and we'll pick up where we Something. were. Something, yes. So, yes, through... So, one of the... one of the Yes, you can contact us on G... Um, no, I was kind of lost on... <laughs> I got upset. You can contact the show via email on GC... Don't fly... At, no. At GC... Don't fly at Gmail. <laughs> no, now it's gone. We'll have to look these up. Like a half an hour now. show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. GC... Don't fly at gmail.com. That's it. It just trips off the tongue. And we're on Instagram. Yes. Don't ask me what else no, I, I think as, well, yeah. um, I don't know. And of course, and of course, of course, of course. With certain well, with Sandalon as well, of course, there's our wonderful book available in two formats. Yes. You can get that on the Amazon. Amazon. Yes. <laughs> and we've got the uh, electronic version for all you modern types, um, priced very competitively at two ninety nine, And we have the uh, actual book. Paperback, isn't it, B? Yeah. It is, yes. I think six ninety nine, isn't it? Six ninety nine. So there you go. That's all your Christmas gifts in one. Just order a box of each and you won't have to go out and beat your way through the car the crowds in Oxford Street or whatever your local big street is in your town. Exactly, because there's lots of crowds that want to buy our book. Yes, there is, yeah. So hurry buy soon before <laughs> buy soon before stocks run out. Before Amazon explodes. Yeah, yeah. I think we should now put all our listeners to sleep. So yes, um, let's see, that's... Brian's coming. So wonderful start. Say hello to Brian. Oh, hello. You sound cheerful. The part I was called back for has been given to Tarquin Pacioni. Him and his Mediterranean complexion and those Hollywood teeth, which I might add, cost him eighty thousand dollars. Ooh. Mm, can see you're not better, Brian. Chapter 23. Red Herring. The questers are all hungover. The piss-up they had to celebrate the demise of King Tartars went on well into the wee small hours, and massive headaches are the order of the day. Anyone got some paracetamol? Moans Pristina. That was a terrible moan, wasn't it? <laughs> Sounds like she was in trouble. <laughs> yes, or maybe something even stronger. Wills Elogia. Oh, goodness. If the older elders ever get to hear about this, I will be in big trouble, says the youngest elder. <laughs> See, back in the Highlands, it was this old cure we take when we're feeling under the weather, you know, like when we've had a few wee drams too many, says Chrysal. 
Hmm, Crazel, I'm surprised you have the cheek to say anything this morning after what you got up to last night, says Grandolf. Uh, <laughs> What's he been doing? <laughs> Trying to Terrible think. Poor Pristina is probably at the receiving end. The, yeah, you wake, you wake up in the morning and go, what the hell did I, I did something. I know I did something. What the hell was I it? I did it with, with someone, but... <laughs> <laughs> and then it generally unfolds across the day. You keep on getting little mini flashbacks to the whole bloody jigsaw was put together. <laughs> Do you know I've never been that drunk? No, neither have I actually. But you know, you see it depicted. I've heard, I've heard that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it happens. Well, yes. Mm. Oh, oh, Crazel begins to feel uneasy. Sorry, I'll try that again. Oh, oh, Crazel begins to feel uneasy. He's getting one of those. Sorry, he's getting one of those worrying flashbacks we've all had after a lively session when we've ended up three sheets to the wind. A sudden dawning realisation is creeping over his memory. Shit, he thinks. Why did I wear that kilt and then... Sh- <laughs> why did I wear that kilt and then insist on showing everyone what a Scotsman wears underneath one? And why did I jump up on that bloody table by the fire, bend over and pull the kilt all the way up? Uh-oh. <laughs> How did you put it now? Says Grandolf. Oh, yes, that was it. How's about this for the toast rack? Mind you... The blue, your, mind you, your bluer than blue version of Donald wears your trousers seem to go down well enough. Well, hang on, hang on a minute. Well, well, how about this for a toast rack? Did yeah. you say that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I dread to think. Well, well no, you know, it's, it's a bit like an old Billy Connolly joke. I had to have somewhere to park my bike. You know, it's that sort of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somewhere oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like to be eating carry that on. toast. I wouldn't fancy no. his toast out of that toast rack. Um, no, carry yeah. on, carry on. <laughs> Crazel turns bright red and moans the loudest of them all. Pristina and Olegia giggle despite their sore heads. <laughs> wow, man, I feel like my head's been in a blender, groans Moonbeam. Bob bleeps intermittently. He's had too many virtually Harvey. He's had too many virtual Harvey Wallbangers. <laughs> Grandolf surveys the group. They look shocking. Look here. I think the best thing is for me to think all our hangovers away, so that we may get on with finding the toad with the hole. Says Grandolf. Good idea. They all say. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, OK, I'll, I'll put in another good idea somewhere. They all say, sounding like a gang of zombies in search of someone's brain to eat. Good idea. Yeah, good, good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Good idea. We'll pick those up. <laughs> Grandolf staggers up and stands in front of them. Make us all, including me and even Crazel, despite his appalling behaviour, feel fine again and with a hangover is completely gone. And that's what happens. They all feel right as rain again. Magic, yeah. Well done, Grandolf. Now it's time to press on. If we are to get this quest quested and all buttoned up before Christmas. Says the youngest elder. Let me see. Oh, no, it's, 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 oh she had something. Let me again. see that the amulet of... Well, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> uh, what did she add? Oh, yeah, there we go. Let me see that amulet of snorker, will you, Grandolf, please? She adds. Here you are, says Grandolf, passing the amulet to her. She holds it up to examine the talisman, and a beam of sunlight reflects off its brightly polished surface and onto a tree nearby. As is often the way in this kind of fantasy story, one of the company, or one of the host, 
if you will, notices something unusual. That's unusual, says Craig What's Dale. unusual? Oh, sorry, I jumped in. Yeah, well, anyway, it's a conversation. We cut each other off. What's unusual? Well, I usually don't tend to spot the unusual. Usually I'm quite oblivious to it. But this time, I have done, replies Crazel. Well, what is it, man? Spit it out, says Grandolf. The way the beam's playing on that aircon seems to me as if it's trying to tell us something important. The aircon, that is. Sorry, the aircon. The aircon. Aircon. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good name for a company, wouldn't it? Feeling cold at your end over there, are well, you, yeah, yeah, I'm always cold here, yeah, but can you imagine if you called your aircon company air? Aircon. Aircon, aircon, aircon. <laughs> <laughs> hang, on, hang on, give me company's house. I'm going to get that down there. You could do Acme Aircon. Acme, Acme Aircon, Aircon. That's impossible to say. Hello? Acme Can you imagine being the receptionist there? She'd never get it right, would you? <laughs> oh, oh, bit sexist there. Could be a bloke, could be a bloke. Could be a bloke. <laughs> could be a bloke, could be a male receptionist. Showing my age there. Uh, <laughs> right, so, um, all right, yes. So, what's he said? I'll, I'll reset just in case I need to reset. The way the beam's playing on that acorn seems to me as if it's trying to tell us something important. The acorn, that is, he clarifies. By Jove, I think you're right about that, says Grandolf. Perhaps I have to tap it, the acorn that is, six times with my left thumb, and something important will happen. Aye, what a shot, G-Man, says Crazel. Far out, go for it, dude, says Moonbeam. Make it so, says the distinguished <laughs> British Shakespearean actor Sir Patrick Stewart, who despite oh, his he's appeared, has he? He has, yeah, well, well we, we got him, he, he doesn't know he's appeared yet, but, you know. <laughs> but he just said make it so. He did. Make it so, yes, on his chair. It sounds grand off, doesn't it? It does, Make yeah. it so. No, Make I it can't so. do a yeah. no. No, I can't. Yes. Make it oh. so. Make it so. He's a bit Grandolfian, isn't he? Oh, well. Anyway. I suppose. Well, he's, just imagine it's him. Imagine, yes, imagine, yes, listeners, imagine Patrick Stewart says, Make it so. Says the distinguished British Shakespearean actor, Sir Patrick Stewart, who despite his impressive body of theatrical work, is rather ironically best known for playing Captain Jean-Luc Picard on Star Trek. Quite what he's doing in our story, though. Who knows? Must be a camo. Camo? Camo. <laughs> must be a cameo. No, must be a cameo. He's fallen on hard times, perhaps. Grandolf taps the aircon with his thumb six times and something does happen. There's a ding-dong of a tannoy and a voice starts speaking and you're the voice. Oh, am I? Okay. Try and understand oh. it. Make it clear. <laughs> it's a song, isn't it? Let's find a, let's find a voice. Right, okay. Whoever you are, you have activated the amulet. So, listen up. Says the voice. I just say to you, actually, I'll put a bit of jollop on your voice for this as well. A bit of what? A bit of sort of etherealness. Oh, God. You know, sort of little sound, a bit like a computer or something like that. Right. So, uh, right, do your line again. Do that first line again, sorry. Whoever you are, you have activated the amulet. So, listen up. Says the voice. They all look at one another in amazement. The voice continues. Bugger, I picked the wrong voice, didn't I? You did. <laughs> I expect you're looking for the toad with a hole. I imagine you're going crackers trying to unravel the mystery. Very well, I will now tell you. The toad with the hole is not on this island. <gasps> a lily pad, actually. Oh, that's why you give me the voice, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, not a lily pad, actually, which is on a plinth, which is on a concrete platform, which is on the shore of a tiny island, which is on the lake of seven agonies, which is on a bigger island, which is in the sea between two continents on holographia. A bit like an island on the Azores, actually. Not a bit of it. 
All of that has been a red herring. In fact, in fact, it is not a statue at all. Well, it is not swell. It is sort of because it is actually a piece of awful modern <clears throat> art in the bear garden of a pub on earth. Although, up to Anthony Gormley's standards, it isn't. Anyway, this pub, you've probably guessed it already, is called the Toad with a Hole. Therefore, you must make your way there. Once there, you must figure out the last part in the puzzle if you are to stand a hope of saving Holographia. I will now answer but one question. Only one. Now. So think carefully. Says the voice. Before anyone can blurt out a useless question, Grandolph says, Fellow questers, we must all think of a question. But, and this is most important, we must only write it down. Then we will select which one we feel serves our purpose best. Once agreed, we shall ask our selected question to the voice. So that's what they do. After having agreed, you'd think you might have given us a bit more detail there, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd think. Another cop out. You know, we could have had a, we could have had a whole raft of questions there, couldn't we? Yeah, a whole chapter is a, of questions. Is, is a bell necessary on a bike? All sorts of stuff. You know, we can't can't do it now. Yeah, but I tried right. to I tried to think what questions they would ask. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I did. Well, I did too. I dreaded to think, and I thought it might take a bit of time coming up with these questions. Yeah, Crater would probably ask, "Can I grope your bottom or something?" Yeah, he probably would. Be one of them. <laughs> he probably would. Have you got any 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 shopping any, trolley polish? Any, and- yeah, exactly. Oh, I've got a wonky wheel. I've got some three WD forty for a wonky wheel. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, and a load you might have some rust rust on her armor. Yeah, some some durable. You got some drugs, man. Yeah, some drugs, man. Right. Well, see, the whole point is, if somebody would have shouted out a spurious question, and if the voice would have answered, then that would have been it. They wouldn't have got their next clue. Clever no. this, clever, isn't it? So that's, what they, <clears throat> so that's what they do. After having agreed, Grandolph clears his throat. Oh, just like I did there. That's, that's a bit weird. Use uh, that sound effect. Yeah, yeah. Voice, we are ready to select our question. The one we think will best serve our purpose in order to succeed in our quest. Well, you certainly took your time, didn't you? I was about to shut down and you have been... Oh, hang on, I'll do that. I was about to shut down and you'd have been right in the shit then. However... You have somehow managed to keep in the game. So then, tell me, what is the question? Says the voice. Can you supply us with some kind of, let's call it a tablet device, if you're familiar with those? Ideally one with internet access, so we may Google to find out where the toad with the whole public house is located. After all, the Earth's rather a big place. That's not a question. That's a that's a demand. That's not a question. This is sort of yeah. They've, they've got, themse- got themselves a bit of kit there on the on the sly, haven't they? Well, no, no, no. Look, it is a question. Can you supply us with some kind of? Yeah, and the answer will be yes. <laughs> and that's it. Be, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, but ah, well, but let's see what happens. Well, let's see what happens. I'm not too sure. Um, a noise like the wind builds from nowhere, and there's a flash of light. A delivery van appears out of thin air, and a man gets out. Is this me or is this you? It's you, Sister Driver. Okay, 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 all right. Excuse me, mate. Don't suppose you happen to know some matey called Grandolph? Might be found, says the driver. Don't look, my good man, for that is me. I am he. Grandolph, I mean, says Grandolph. Lovely. You're my last drop of the day. Sign here, squire, says the driver, handing Grandolph a package. Grandolph takes the little stylus thing and scribbles Mickey Mouse on it. Well, why not? 
Nobody can ever possibly read a signature done on one of those things. They're next to bloody useless. You can't, they're hopeless, aren't they? But you are, you can't write them. And then they ask you to write with your finger, sign with your finger, and that's really hard. Isn't that stupid? It is. I just go squiggle. Squiggle. I have to pretend I have a pen and do it with two fingers. You know when you do two fingers, when you do sort of as if you had a pen, but there's no pen there? And then I sign like that because I can't do it just with a, just with the index finger. It's yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't know how you can sort of... I just, you know, the, the guy can just do it, squiggle it himself and... Throw, it, throw, throw, it in, throw it in the wheelie, throw it in the wheelie bin like they normally do. Exactly, uh, recycling. Yeah, we had a parcel the other day out behind the green bin, you know, the the, the yeah. garden waste mm-hmm. for several days before we knew it was there. <laughs> I mean, honestly, at least give us a notification or something—a leaflet through the whatever. Yeah, and, and we had one actually, which was meant, which was was um, signed for, and when we looked at the the signature, it was just like a a line. So a line it's signed for, <laughs> straight line. Yeah, anyway, well, they are. They're hopeless anyway. They're next to useless. Uh, anyway, cheers, best of luck, says the driver, and he jumps back into the van and disappears in another flash. They quickly unwrap the package to find a fully charged iPad inside. It's already on the Google homepage. Gandalf taps in. Grandal- Ooh, Gandalf. Grandalf taps in. Oh, no, Grandalf taps in. Location of a pub called... The toad with the hole, with a statue of the same name in its beer garden. Return. Aha! I have it. First hit on the page, says Grandolf. Okay, that's it. You're now on your own. You must locate the pub, then travel there. When you get it, when you get to it, yours have to find out. <laughs> How to activate and solve the killers? Oh, the killer final part. <laughs> then, bada bum bang bang. Right. What the? F- this is just not readable. Bada bum bing bang. Bada bing. Bada bing bada bang. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, no, it's a kind of. It's a, new, it's a New York thing. Hey, I done it. Bada bing bada bang. It's a kind of. Alright, I tell you what. You read the voice. Then the voice has suddenly changed to a man. Okay, that's it. You must locate the pub, then travel there. And when you get to it, you have to find a way to locate and solve the killer puzzle. Then, better bing, better bang. Right. Best of luck to you, all, says the voice. Who's now a Adop- man. Who's <laughs> now a man. <laughs> and adapting a sort of a New York accent for some obscure reason. That's possibly probably a software mal- malfunction or something like that. Uh, oh, that's me. I thought you'd gone. Just in my way now, sweetheart. Total out, says the voice. Making an obstacle so <laughs> Okay, get ready, everyone. We're off on another trip again, says Grandolf. They all get ready to get off on yet another trip again. Take us to Ashby de la Zouche, commands Grandolf aloud. And that's it. And that's it. That's it again. Another day, another dollar. Another day, and it was so worth a dollar as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. I'm glad yeah, you took over that voice there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of that. Bada bing, bada bang. Yeah, bada bing. No, yeah, the, the, I, I, it's um, I, somebody. It's almost somebody's saying. It's like, like w, not WC Fiends and after all that, but you hear it in 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 sort of comedies and stuff like that quite a lot. Bada bing, bada bang. It just means Bob's your uncle, that sort of thing. It's uh, do this, do that, do this, do that. Bada bing, bada bang. You're sorted. Sweet. Sold it, my son. Well, me, son. well, there you go. Uh, well, so what's next then? It's, it's oh, I suppose um, 
It's brown. Go and hide in the bushes somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> brown front and centre. Ah, my turn at last. Horoscope for car drivers. This week the stars are aligned for all sorts. Saturn will move into Sagittarius on Monday which means it's a good day to turn left. And turn left you must. Do not turn right. Not once, not on Monday. Only turn left. Tuesday is a good day to turn right. Wednesday you must go straight. Water may come into your life, well, into the footwell of your car. On Friday expect a jolt from behind. Your lucky car part is the alternator, your lucky speeding fine is 90 pounds. Your wisdom will be expanded with a speeding awareness course. Your lucky passenger is a sweat-soaked runner who collapsed in the street and passed out at mile 50 of his run. Just drop him off at A&D and you can tick off a good deed for the week. Well, it's going to be tricky. Car drivers making a journey next week. I mean, one day they're going to go left. Another day they're going to go right. And then they're going to go straight, straight. in the sea. So That's the sounds to, of things. Well, you'd have to sort of first up plan your route and then just make one manoeuvre a day or something like that. It might take you two weeks to get to the shops doing that, though, mightn't it? Yeah, or else you go in a circle. Or you could walk. <laughs> you could go in a circle, yeah. You could walk, yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck, car drivers. Let us know how you get on. Yes. <laughs> and that's it that's another show done and we're hurtling um, hurtling towards the finishing tip aren't we the big ending two God. more shows two more shows how's it going to end God knows I don't know I'm we'll on the see. edge of my seat I'm on the edge of my seat with worry well yeah <laughs> I'm not really because if it, the last book is anything to go by it'll be yeah. oh the end hurrah yeah something yes there's always the um, the ultimate answer isn't there Ultimate answer well, is. They all die. Yeah, they all die. I'll say I woke up. It was a collective hey? dream. They all woke up. Maybe. Oh, they woke up. And we did that, didn't we? Didn't yeah. we do that? Well, did no, that we already didn't. happen once? Possibly. Yeah, possibly did. If it was good enough for Dallas, it's good enough for us. Yeah, we could. I thought we'd done it. We've done it already, haven't we? Yeah, I think we, we probably think we have. Probably, one of the chapters. Yeah, I think, oh, I think we did, yeah. I think we do. We, yeah, we, we, we use it as a... We use it as a clever... We use it as a clever device to sort of when we're getting into a tight corner to shift the plot somewhere else. So I can Ooh, see it now. Up. I can see it now. Little Doris woke up, rubbed her eyes. Mummy, I've just had the stage history. The end. So we Why end. Doris? I don't know. Why little Doris? Doris? Well, Doris. Can he beats us of Grandolf, maybe. Keep yeah, little Grandolf. So yeah, it's less well, confusing. Well, I could. Say, I was just trying to think that you know, it wasn't even anything to do with the characters. These characters were dreamed up by little Doris, who was dreaming about it. It could be one of our listeners, Doris, our listener. Doris, yes, Mrs. Doris, Doris. I just woke up and I, I dreamt about this podcast that was really fabulous and Grandolf. Yeah. And, well, and this isn't how, going anywhere. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, I'm going to leave in a minute. But I just wonder where Edwina and Henri are. Oh, yeah, our listeners who disappeared. Somewhere out in the ether. Maybe they'll turn yeah. up before the end of it all, eh? Anyway, maybe. I think we better get on, to something better, or maybe I'll go there too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Join the podcast. With that, with that, I think it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>